0: Now they've got another shorthanded rush. Stone is in. Stops. He scores!
1: Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Over to the right side. Sixth attacker is on. Carlson to the
2: left. Petrangelo shoots wide. Rebound. Score! Chandler Stevenson ties the game. 4-4 4-4 with a minute 35 to play. Power play goal. From the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports
1: Las Vegas Studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Some great calls, a good catch-up with Dr. Odell and... Chris Chapman going to jail. That sums up our number one of the VGK <laughs> Insider Show. Our number two will focus on the Golden Knights' win over the Colorado Avalanche last night. One-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League, and trying to raise bail to get Chris Chapman out of jail. Does that uh, sound about right here, Chapman? Sure. Yeah, sure. Good. Uh, as long as you're in favor of it, because you, you might want to stay in it. It's mm-hmm. uh, just cheap. It's no, good. no. Your, sometimes you get your own room. It's... I, I
2: I don't think I would get my own room.
1: Yeah, well, the good thing is you wouldn't That's have to change your appearance
0: not. at all. Yes,
1: like you're you're, you're already oh, l- come
0: looking. on, <laughs> come on,
1: let the have guy seen,
0: be who he is. Have you seen
2: him? Yes, I've seen him. Yes, I've seen him. Let hey, him be who I, he is. I I don't have the the beard anymore. That's gone. No. No, no, I haven't well, had a beard in. Six I don't know months.
0: that. Ah, uh, Chapman, Chapman, Chapman. I think you got to grow the beard back because I don't feel like you can have the long hair without the beard.
2: You know what? My my wife did not was not a fan of the beard. She's not a fan of the really uh, long hair, but she told me if you're I testing if, no, no all no, the she, limits, she, buddy. She told me if I lost weight, I could bring the beard back. I, f- I feel that's a fair compromise. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. What's yeah. your
1: goal in this? Have
2: I'm gonna i got, I gotta lose weight yeah yeah I've lost about two pounds since we made the deal so what's,
0: uh what's what's your plan look like what are, what are you doing well just i just
2: just a little bit of uh of gym exercise I'm gonna start lifting weights soon so uh yeah. I'm gonna mix in some strength and cardio and I figure that's that's mm-hmm. a good plan the key for me though is I gotta cut out soda
0: so just do it
2: i you know what i've I've done it multiple times cold turkey and I'm, I'm getting close <laughs> i i gotta wean myself off of it though and then I'll, then I'll just stop.
1: Well, going to the clink isn't going to help you out at all. Uh, I, don't think, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think they
2: that, have Dr. Pepper in the clink. Well, the food isn't
1: uh, of... in, in a really good uh, yeah. dietary standpoint. Oh. Now, what what if you, because this is all uh, stems back to you playing the wrong music and, and it going to the <laughs> podcast, that's why you're going to jail, uh, because uh, part of the bands are after you. Uh, what if you just apologize to them?
2: Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Because, what, what, if, what if what if you just go down that path?
2: Because my I, I I sorry Bono. I yeah well no I, I
1: wasn't thinking sorry Bono. I
2: wasn't Bono. thinking Bono I'm, either. Let's try yeah. the apology angle out. Yeah you, you know what I I I, else. I will man up. I I went went back to the to the to my office <laughs> yesterday and I I listened. <laughs> Fortunately we have it archived. I was able to pull it up. I listened to to the uh, press conference again. More specifically, I listened to my question, and uh, I owe you an apology, Darren. I owe you. I, I what do you I,
0: want an apology for? I, I am Chris? sorry. It's it's. Hold it, it, to, on, to, to, hold on, hold on. To be fair, you also owe me an apology because for, for what, I tried to tell you, oh. I tried to tell you that you were in the wrong, and to just take it yesterday, and you were you were adamant that you I, were right. I, I had to to listen the point to where you I, were dismissing me. No. Uh, you owe me an apology, and, and to be honest, like you owe me an apology more so than you owe Darren an apology. That's because You chance. know so much how stopped. much, <laughs> Chapman. You know how hard it is for me to ever side with Darren, know, and then I for know. you to be incredulous about it. I, I, I really. Say this. The person I, that's owed an apology here more than anyone is me. I I always
2: appreciate you you being on my side, and and if if I if I upset you in any way yesterday, then I apologize to you as well, Ryan.
0: But I I, well, I do owe Darren the, an, the most uh, important apology is me.
2: I do owe Darren an apology because, because you like you made said, it I, sound
0: like you heard I, Will yes, Carrier yes,
2: say I,
1: that they wanted to be the best fourth <laughs> line in the National Hockey League. When you did not hear that, I told you that.
2: I I went back and listened to it, and uh, you were right. I I it wasn't my intent, but like I said, I will man up. I, I was in the wrong, and I and I owe you an apology. And Ashley I listening
1: to this show every day, and even Ashley. Her eyebrows perked up went, what? did he just
2: say? <laughs> and you, you know the, the the thing is I didn't realize because we always have the the off the air conversations and I didn't realize that that didn't go over the air. Oh. so it, it it did sound like because those who were in the know knew that you had that conversation with will and yep. and it, it, <clears throat> it did sound I, I went back and it was never my intent. But it, it absolutely did sound like it. So, yes, I, I, I am sorry, Darren. I apologize. Stealer. Now we can move on.
1: And And what were they last night? They were the best fourth line in hockey. Yes. Yep. Getting it done uh, with uh, two thirds of a Gordy Hal Hadrick for Keegan Colasar, a couple of goals for Nick Waugh, and Will Carrier doing his thing. uh, Secondary offense, and they come up with a big 3 2 win over the Colorado Avalanche. Let's get to our game ratings.
2: Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Uh, Uh, Well, it's a DeLorean. Share with me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll tape.
1: Yes, let's go Chapman. You can uh lead us out of the gate because uh that way you won't steal any of our stuff.
2: Yeah, well, they they I always get to <laughs> get to bat lead off here and uh, I set the tone for for the for you and Ryan, but uh it's a Delorean. Look, they 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 went down one nothing what 25 seconds into the game against a team that was they got their star their star player back, uh Nathan McKinnon scores 25 seconds into the game. I didn't think that the team would fold, but they certainly could have right at that moment. Every bit of, of, of whatever you had going into that game is sucked out of you 25 seconds in. They, they played a great game. Uh, Nick Wah, who, who by the way, Darren Elliott uh, predicted would be the night to shine with two goals yesterday. Michael, He's Am- brilliant, right? Oh, he's Darren great. Elliott yeah. is awesome. Michael Amadio continues his hot streak, uh, getting the job done when he's bumped up to play with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. And Keegan Kolasar, Man some of those punches he threw in that fight the uppercut most specifically mm-hmm. wow I the mean past, that
1: was the pass to uh, Nick Waugh was pretty good too yeah but I
2: I, I like the fight I I like <laughs> I like that part of it
1: and and I thought it was great timing too like it was it wasn't just let's go and get it through well, like and, there, he and, was and, sticking up for his teammate but he also changed a bit of that that game and, I and, believe
2: and and something that that maybe went unnoticed but William Carrier he took a penalty last night but he also got Kale McCarr off the ice. Was it Kale McCarr that that went off with him for for that penalty? It's that, your
1: story, Chapman. Well,
2: he he took a penalty and he, he he in the process was able to get one of Colorado's best players off the ice during that penalty. He got called for a hooking, I think, early in the third period.
1: And you're, uh, you're sure it was Will Carrier, right? It was Will Carrier. Okay, good. <laughs> yes. Let's let's just. Let's nail it uh, oh, one by one boy. down. Let's go through it and and make sure that it, uh, little victories first. So it was Will Carrier, yes, right, yes. And he got
2: called for a hook, mm-hmm.
1: and, and I, Devon
2: Taves. Devon Taves yeah. got the hold on okay. the stick, but mm-hmm. but you know nonetheless, it's it's a it's a good trade off uh, if you're going to get guys off the ice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I thought Delorean all the way. It's a five out of five for me. There's zero doubt. And Bruce Cusick just texted me and he says it's a Ma a Mateo.
0: Okay, stop. You guys are 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 both wrong. Um, well, Chapman, you are actually right. You just had what it wrong in in terms of the period. Oh. Kale McCarr holding the stick against Will Carrier. Yeah. Will Carrier hooking against Kale McCarr nine seconds into the second period. Okay, oh, I was looking at the third period penalty. Yeah. So it was it
2: was a yeah. it was a a, a a good reaction or good good draw of the penalty by William there. So uh yeah, I was right. Five out of five for me though.
1: You didn't even know you were right. Yeah, I I, yeah, was, I, I, I was very confident, <laughs> and then you, you throw. Oh, Are you sure about that? Oh. No, you said I think yeah. you weren't confident at all. Ryan, what's your ranking?
0: It's a Delorean. I don't have to say anything. Really, I, I uh, went to uh, Trans Am. You, you, go, you, you I, it, you're you're being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. No, no. I, I don't even understand why you went Trans Am. Uh, listen, here's the thing: uh, the Golden Knights down. 25 seconds into the game could have snowballed it didn't they were great in the second period they were great in the first period outside of that 25 second span they draw strength from a a, is from strong back-to-back penalty kills then you've got the big Keegan Colasar fight which was an absolute tilt it was fantastic uh, and the Golden Knights didn't give up much of anything, even strength last night. They were far and away the better team, um, and I know that Colorado's depleted in the same way that the Golden Knights are depleted, but the Golden Knights were the better team last night, top to bottom.
1: I was looking at the shot report in the first period because Vegas was down a couple of times on the on the penalty kill, and they they allowed five shots on the. Colorado power play on only four shots, five on five, and and that was that was really strong. And what McKinnon scored twenty five seconds in, and then they didn't allow another shot for five minutes. Uh, it was it was a really strong game. I've been impressed with the uh, the Golden Knights defending uh, over the last number of games, and, and last night yep. continued uh, to fuel fuel that. But the even strength shots allowed last night twenty two. That's pretty darn good. Uh, against mm-hmm. a team that still has electric players in the likes of McKinnon and McCarr and Renton and, and Taze uh, being able to, to go out there and, and get that that done. That first goal showed you that. And uh, I was uh, I was happy for the defending that it continues, uh, that they're putting together these longer stretches, almost uh, night to night, uh, building on, on top of that. And they get some, some timely offense and uh, the, their, their penalty killing, it uh, came up big uh, again last night. I, I was impressed. Uh, I, I gave it a, a Trans Am uh, because of, of just uh, that they didn't. Uh, I would like to have seen a little bit more generated, but that's not to be any type of uh, criticism at all. They, they won the hockey game. They scored three straight goals, built up a lead, and were able to protect it. And uh, a four out of five uh, is is not uh, necess- any type of criticism uh, uh, commentary uh to to the negative it it was a fun game to watch that was one of the more enjoyable games uh to watch that uh, that we've taken in from the vegas golden knights perspective this Mm -hmm. year it was a good hockey game uh both teams had good chances and the logan thompson aspect uh here's what uh what i enjoyed the most about last night is he gets beat early and he is managing to shut that down. And I thought he was going to run the table for, for the entire game. And the only other puck that got by him uh, barely got across the line. And sure. and if there wasn't, like, uh, that uh, um, crossbar camera, it mm-hmm. they, they might not have been able to call that a goal because a couple of the angles from above didn't look like it was all the way across. It was the right call in the end but uh mm-hmm. but i th- i thought he he battled as much mentally last night being down early as he did physically late in that hockey game and he he won on both occasions and uh, that was very impressive on uh, on top of just the victory itself
0: yeah you're you're right on the money i think logan thompson was fantastic um in how he battled and how he competed and how he bounced back after allowing uh, that first goal of the game to Nathan McKinnon. And, you know, there were a couple of posts that, that you know, were fortunate and in, in, in good for the Golden Knights. But I think you look at uh, 0 for 5 on the power play for the the Colorado Avalanche and and certainly the ability to to keep the puck out of the net the, the final seven or eight minutes where I, I feel like Colorado kind of tilted the ice. The Golden Knights didn't really have – much in, in terms of generating chances in the third period, more kind of specifically, um, Logan Thompson stood tall, and and that was a, a game that to me was a step in the right direction for him to to kind of getting back to where he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, as a team though too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. In, in yeah. Defending and, well, and
1: and then and then Logan making saves when he had to come up with saves. And the other end, like Vegas was, Vegas was all. Uh, in uh, and worthy of, of winning that hockey game because Chandler Chandler had three and a half breakaways last night,
0: and mm-hmm. including
1: one great race for the puck with with Nathan McKinnon. I I would pay money to watch those two go down the ice, uh, racing mm-hmm. for a puck. Uh, but uh, but the the control that they had uh, with with the puck and then the ability to defend uh, was was really really solid. And then the backup of the goaltending. Uh, I I just I I feel like they've turned a corner uh, on this Mm.
0: I couldn't agree more and I I don't I think last night was maybe the culmination of it but I I would argue that it started uh, those final two games going into Christmas break on home ice where the goal where the Golden Knights won and they won because they were really really bought in and structured defensively and didn't give up very much and you know the goal scoring will come from that. I, I don't look at you know their their games coming out of the Christmas break against Los Angeles and Anaheim um, as as bad games by any stretch. We've talked about them. I like the way that they played. I, I think that you get a little bit unlucky and sometimes that's how it goes in hockey. But we're talking about five, six, seven games now in a row where I think the Golden Knights have really figured out what it is they're trying to do defensively, what it is uh, they're going to excel at on the penalty kill, and and things are kind of falling into place right now for this team because they're bought into their structure and they're playing it really well. And now they're into this great stretch
1: where it's a Thursday, Saturday
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at home and it uh, leads off a seven-game homestand. You get four days off and it's a Thursday, Saturday at home and then it's Three games the next week, but with two days off. And they play Monday, Thursday, Saturday. It's a great schedule for the next two and a half weeks for the Vegas Golden Knights. All at home and with plenty of time to rest and practice. And that is something that they never really had last year. And they were dealing with the types of injuries that they are right now. But they were on this treadmill through the whole time. This opportunity that's staring them in the face over the next two and a half weeks with players nearing a return and I think we're going to see players back uh, over the next a uh, little bit uh, with the the uh, additions to the lineup, and then practice time and some off days in and around. Uh, it's it's going to be a real opportunity. There was an eight game homestand last year where it it almost worked against them uh, because mm. uh, they they were battling the injury. Uh, it was it was definitely more. Compacted uh, than than what we're going to see over the next uh, seven games uh, in in a in a day to day basis. So they didn't have the two days off, the four days off uh, in that eight game homestand. Uh, COVID played a role uh, during that that process. Uh, this this one is is pointing them towards uh, a real recovery stage after what was a hectic uh, November mm. December.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I again we've talked about the way the schedule breaks now in January for the Golden Knights and uh, I I think that this team has turned a corner on home ice like I'm not worried about what the Golden Knights record is right now on home ice I I think that this homestand is very very different from you know the stretch of hockey around uh, around Thanksgiving and then going into the Christmas break that uh, I I just I, I feel like this is different for Vegas. You mentioned practice time, and you mentioned getting some extra days off. You've got two days off between games before Thursday night. You've got four games off the next week. You've got another two day two day stretch, and then another two day stretch even on the road before you get into the bye week. It it, it really is a great schedule for Vegas. Now the opportunity is in front of them to take advantage of it and and put some put some points in the bank, right? Like that's what the Golden Knights are, are going to be trying to do over the next. You know, three, four weeks is to bank as many of these points on home ice as they possibly can.
1: Six up on L.A. Mm-hmm. You win <clears throat> on Thursday against Pittsburgh. You'll be at the very least six up going into the weekend. you got mm-hmm. that big game against yep. L.A. So these are the teams that are going to play in this homestand. Penguins, Sid. L.A., rival. Florida, yep. desperate. Edmonton, <laughs> division rival. Dallas, Battling for first place in the Central Division, Pete DeBoer, Detroit, better, and Alexander Ovechkin, who last time in scored his fiftieth goal of the season. That is not a schedule full of middle squares on the bingo card. That's a that's a challenging seven game homestead. that looks. So the schedule is great. There's opportunity for rest and practice, but they're going to have to continue. What we've seen going into Christmas and this this better execution defensively and and hopefully get some players back offensively. The the, the top line's been spectacular with Stone Stevenson and Amadio, but uh, but they're they're going to have to raise the level of their play offensively with additions and continue to make strides in their own end if they're going to uh, really. Or rack up uh, more points uh, over this next seven games.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I, I think it starts, obviously, with, with your, your next game. It starts with per- perhaps getting healthier. We'll see tomorrow when the Golden Knights take the ice for practice whether or not we have some indications as to who may or may not get back into the lineup on Thursday. But it seems that the Golden Knights are, are going to maybe turn a little bit of a corner here with health. And if that happens and you're getting the same type of play the same type of structure, uh, I think that the Golden Knights have the the ability here to do something really special. The Penguins, they are up and down. You never really know, even within a game, what you're going to get out of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the LA Kings, it's always been, a, a, the, the two games so far this year have been really tightly contested. Um, I'm a little little lower on Florida than maybe you are. Yeah, they're desperate, but they've, no, they've desperate. been middling. Yeah. yeah, they're desperate, for sure. Um, and then the Edmonton Oilers, uh, t- to me, have been underwhelming. They've under, un- you know, they're certainly not where they want to be in the standings. Dallas is going to be an interesting game. I'm really looking forward to Vegas and Dallas. I, I-, I cannot wait for that game. Um, so, yeah, you're right. It's-, it's not an easy home stand by any stretch, but I do think the Golden no. Knights are going to be able to pull some points out of this one uh, and set themselves up really well. Going into the uh the bye week,
1: if you're a hockey fan and and you're you're in Vegas and you can possibly go to a, a couple of those games, like look at this, you got Sid in town. Mm-hmm. LA Kings, I think that's that's the marquee game of of the homestand because of the rivalry. Uh, first, sure. uh, second in the Pacific Division, uh, real real strong race between those two teams, and uh, the game uh, the other night uh, in Los Angeles was a great hockey game back and forth, and, and Vegas, quite honestly, deserved better uh, out of that game. Uh, L.A. played well, but, uh, but uh, Vegas uh, returned in a solid performance. And That, that one, circle it uh, because of the impact on the Pacific Division. And, and these are the three consecutive Saturday nights in Vegas. The Kings rivalry. Connor McDavid, best player in the world and then Alexander Ovechkin chasing down the all-time goals record. That's three straight Saturdays, and going into it, you have the visit by Sidney Crosby. It's a heck of a month for the National yeah. Hockey League in Vegas.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. It's going to be a really fun uh, three weeks of hockey here here in Las Vegas. Like, you've got Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin, the, the two best players from their generation, Um Connor McDavid is eighteen goals away right now from fifty and fifty. He's got twelve games to score eighteen goals. I really don't think it's going to happen. I get that it's probably not going to happen. I'm a little angry that it isn't going to happen. Yeah, but if Connor McDavid goes on consider it. I know, but if Connor McDavid goes on a little bit of a tear, he gets a couple of hat tricks. Like all of a sudden, that becomes a very real thing. We're not there yet, but I'm hopeful that that that's something that you know that that is on the horizon. And the Golden Knights could loom large as to whether or not Connor McDavid falls short of that milestone or gets it. So um, there's a. Matthew Kachuk, you can't ever discount what him playing in Vegas does. It, the Golden Knights do not like Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk doesn't like any team other than the team he's playing for. So there's a really, op- really an opportunity to see some really fantastic, hard-fought hockey games here. Yeah, four and three
1: is the minimum. Five and two on this homestand, I think is really good. So you get the the minimum and they really good what i would consider to be exceptional at five and two uh they're right beside each other a margin for error uh not not real big uh, so uh, it's a good time to be be hitting your your stride uh, defensively and hopefully get a little bit healthier uh, when we continue uh Connor bedard He put on a show last night at the World Junior Hockey Championship. We've got the sweepstakes, uh, teams tanking for Bedard uh, right now around the National Hockey League. I have a question to the gentlemen who are on the show today about Connor Bedard as we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. One-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League as we continue on the BGK Insider Show.
0: Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo
1: gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo.
2: Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider
1: Show. We got another big robbery coming up on the VGK Insider Show at the World Junior Hockey Championship. But this time, it's not for gold. It's to get into the gold medal game as Canada yep. and the United States will face off in the semi-final the other route to the gold medal game involves Czechia <laughs> against Sweden mm-hmm. Canada against the United States i think the Americans have got better as the tournament's gone on uh, they mm-hmm. they have impressed me the last couple of games and Canada uh, had to survive an overtime game yesterday against Slovakia In which Connor Bedard scored the winner. Connor Bedard set five records, five World Junior Hockey Championship records during the course of his performance against uh, Slovakia last night. Have you guys had a chance to watch much of Connor Bedard in this tournament?
0: Um, I've seen a couple of goals. I saw the goal yesterday. The overtime winner. Pretty sick.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've watched him for a couple of years, and, uh, and, and I'm exposed to a lot of his highlights from, from the Western Hockey League. And he is dominant. Like he, it, it's stupid how much uh, he is uh, better than the rest of, of junior hockey. And we're seeing that yeah. on the world stage, which is a credit to Slovakia, quite honestly, that they were in that game last night and, and took it to overtime and had a chance to win it. Uh, But the Canadian goaltender came up with a big save on a slightly whiffed shot. But after watching Connor Bedard at the World Junior Championship, Mm -hmm. if you were a team that was just on the fringe of a Stanley Cup playoff position right now,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. like the St. Louis Blues, like the Ottawa Senators, and then down... Would you be inclined to scrap everything just to give yourself a shot at Connor Bedard? Yep. Yes.
0: Yes. So 1, you would pack it in now. Yes. Like yes. If you're, oh, yeah. If, yeah. if you're Absolutely. Buffalo,
1: if you're Ottawa, you're St. Louis. You've, you're, you're a team uh, right, right in the in the range of a playoff position. You may not get it,
0: but but you're you're mm. within reach right now. I, I would try you to would, be so bad the rest of the way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah,
2: I think in a case like St. Louis, they've got a couple of big-time free agents coming up. So in They their might ca- be
0: forced into it anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah. So in their case, it, it, it actually probably makes sense because it may start the rebuild a little bit sooner.
0: Well, it, it, there's no rebuild.
1: Well, well yeah. Exactly. yeah Connor <laughs> Bedard, there's, there's no rebuild. So <laughs> I, I'm looking at St. Louis is five points out of a playoff spot Mm -hmm. at this point. And all these other teams uh, are further out than than that. Nashville, uh, Vancouver, uh, then Arizona, San Jose, Anaheim. Now, Anaheim and Chicago are already in the mix for a lottery pick. But then in the east, you've got the likes of Detroit, which is five points out. Uh, Buffalo is six points out. And then Ottawa, Florida, Philadelphia, Montreal. If I'm any of those clubs, I quite honestly (laughs) would look at massively tanking for the rest of this year to give myself a chance at Conor Bedard. He is that good. He is not generational. He is era-national. He's an era player. And it is just works into your favor just to give yourself a look. I hate tanking. The idea of tanking makes me want to throw up. I think it should be Mm -hmm. illegal. But considering it not being illegal right now, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting down everybody. And and I'm falling back from a fringe playoff team right now, a couple of days into the new year. And we're going to hit the halfway point of the season the next couple of days. At the halfway point of the season, if I'm a fringe playoff team, five or more points out, I'm shutting it down. After
0: watching this kid play the last three weeks. So the team that like jumps front of mind for me is the Nashville Predators. Like We just saw them, right? This is a team that I don't feel like knows who they are because they keep talking themselves into being a playoff team when like they're kind of just on the fringe. Really dealing and, and drowning in mediocrity, you get Connor Bedard. That mediocrity is not a thing anymore. All of a sudden, no, uh, you've got a, a a good enough team surrounding him and the the ability for him to come in and make an, e- an immediate impact. All of a sudden, you're relevant again. So like, if I'm the Nashville Predators, I'm trying so hard to be bad the rest of the year. I, I the. The way that a Bedard could change that franchise and, and put them and thrust them kind of to where we thought they were going to be when they played the Penguins in the Stanley Cup Final perennially that's the that's the play there for the Nashville Predators
1: it, it's, a, it's a play really for team team everybody right around it, there. It, yeah. it's a play for every team and I, I don't say this lightly but having watched this player and everything that he gives you I, I think he's got a better shot than McDavid He's got the the Matthews type release, the shot, but he's got the McDavid like speed and uh, the 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 moves like Zegris. Like, there's take take the the video game moves like Zegris, stick handling, and the speed of McDavid and the hockey sense like McDavid and the Matthews shot. Uh, he he is it all, and he is going to step in the National Hockey League next year and be an impact player. And I'm looking at any of these clubs. And as much as it pains me to say it, I would I would shut them down and and and, and put myself into it. like Buffalo's already been through it. Why not add take a chance at, at adding another team?
0: Oh oh no I listen as as much as I think you're making a, a strong case for some of the fringe teams, I think there's more there's six cleaned. points out. I know they are but the, they, they they're playing better. And I think that there's more to their development that's gained from trying to make a legitimate run here at a playoff spot. And even if they fall short, the goal in Buffalo isn't to be bad the rest of the way so you can get another player like a Connor Bedard. The goal in Buffalo is to play meaningful hockey down the stretch. And, and I, I get it. I get it. In, in any other situation, I would probably be saying the same thing. For Ottawa, for Detroit, for St. Louis, and Nashville, and to, to a degree, like even the Florida Panthers, but I don't think like I can justify that with Buffalo because you finally started to turn the corner on a on a team that is only known losing to the point where they're making things interesting by winning. No, wrong. It's it's so
1: good. He's so talented that we're not talking about Lafreniere. We're not talking about uh, Heisher. We're we're not talking about an Ekblad. We're we're talking about McDavid plus in this. And oh, I think I yeah, think if you if you're 6 points out of a playoff spot right now, I'm shutting it down. I'm benching everybody. I'm going for it. We know how many Stanley Cups Connor McDavid has. True G- great point and and you're seeing that like Bedard's the best player uh, in in the world at his level. Mm-hmm. And he still had to mm-hmm. go to overtime last night. Uh, in in a right. quarterfinal game against Slovakia, star players aren't as impactful on the result in hockey as other sports. That's a that's mm-hmm. a fact. Uh, you're seeing that uh, with Matthews, who's never won uh, a playoff series, McDavid, who's never reached a final. Uh, it it's it jumps out at you. But if if I'm not going to make the playoffs, I, I'm I'm putting myself in that position to make a run for that first overall pick. It's just that valuable. It's that much of a game changer uh, from from the the performance of, of Connor Bedard.
0: Yeah, to me, in, in, and again, this is specific only to the Buffalo Sabers. Um, I think you got to give every you you got to give this team right now every opportunity that you possibly can to try to make the playoffs. It's been 11 seasons without a playoff berth for the Buffalo Sabers. You're again turning the corner on We're a culture of playoffs. losing to. We'll see.
1: They're not it's, making the playoffs. It's
0: not, it's, okay, that's perfectly fine. You can disagree with me all you want to. My point is, you are trying to turn the page on a culture of losing to a culture of winning. What are you going to be teaching Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck and all the players that have really come through for you this season and turn things around in the right direction by saying, ah, no, 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 no. We don't believe enough in you guys. We got to go get the next shiny toy in Connor Bedard. Like, yeah. no, lean power, into the fact that they're winning. Dallin
1: and then Connor Bedard? You got you to oh Hey, how many goals did Tage no Thompson score a couple win. of weeks ago? How many goals did he score a couple of weeks ago? Tage Thompson?
0: <laughs> I don't know. In, what, in that one game? What do you mean? Oh, five. 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 yeah.
1: Five. And he played 13 minutes. They like uh-huh, uh, yeah
0: th- th- that that
1: that proved it uh, right there. Shut it down. Let's go. They don't want to uh, uh, ride those coattails. Uh, let's let's that's, back it that's up. Ridiculous. Uh, 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 that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Who are they knocking out in the playoffs?
0: Who who, who are they going to beat out? I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, Darren. Yeah. I'm saying they need to play down the stretch meaningful hockey games. They do. That's the next level of their development. That's hockey the next speed. level of their development isn't to isn't to tank because you saw how well that worked for them last time right their their goal here shouldn't be to tank their goal should be this is the team that we have amassed these are the players that we have we've got a a 30 goal scorer just before the midway point of the year in tage thompson like we've got a player that's on track to score 60 goals like we're good with our young talent now we've got to teach them how to play meaningful games and take the next step together as a group no. That's, what's, uh, that's what the Buffalo Sabres need to do.
1: I, uh, None of the other
0: teams are close enough to doing that.
1: I do hate to inform you, but they're not playing meaningful games down the stretch uh, this year either. Who deserves Connor Bedard the most from teams that are in a position to possibly challenge before the, the lottery and get into it if they should shut it down? And who would you be just devastated if they happen to win the lottery?
0: Oh, um, I would be absolutely devastated if Connor Bedard if Connor Badard was a Philadelphia Flyer. Oh, really? Devastated. Yeah, okay. I don't want to see Connor. I don't want to see Connor play for John Tortorella. Thanks for <laughs> you talk about Connor. creativity.
1: Don't you talk about
0: everything that he's able to do. The the offensive skill. Like, I don't want Connor Bedard through his first two or three seasons in the league to be. Beaten over the head with the idea that he's got to be a 200 foot player first. I want him to do what he does, and then that layer can be added to his game. At no point in time do I want to see Connor Bedard. All right, who do you
1: who would you be okay with him going that.
0: to? Uh, okay with him going to? I, I mean, I, I mentioned it. Like, I think it'd be really, really intriguing for the league if the Nashville Predators landed Connor Bedard. Oh I do.
2: I will add to this conversation
1: that... I thought you were in jail for playing music that was illegal. I
2: I, I don't think it's going to happen where this team misses the playoffs, but it would seem really, really unfair if the Penguins, the team that's coming here tomorrow night, somehow missed the playoffs and ended up... Well, you have to
1: be in a bottom three spot to to get a lottery pick, so...
2: Well, I mean, I don't think Nashville would be there either, but uh, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them go to Arizona. They should be,
0: Chapman. They should be.
2: Like Arizona, I think this is a, a team that's just trying to build anything they can. So, so him ending up in Arizona would probably be good for that franchise and hopefully help them get a new arena. I would not want to see him end up in
1: Anaheim. Uh, I'll go with uh, Montreal. I think that would be really cool, and that puts him in the East, <laughs> so uh, far away from uh, the. Vegas you only get to see
0: him once a year.
1: I well, I can watch him any night in my telly. It's That's not a the British term. That's a British term. It's not That's the same. It's not
0: the same. I watched Bournemouth Jeez. today
1: on the telly. Oh, they didn't, well. Easy. I'm just saying. It's going to be fine. Yeah. We're just going through a rough patch. Chappie. Chappie,
0: it was glory. And what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, it was, uh, and
1: uh, uh, I don't want to see him uh, end up in Columbus. Uh, sorry, John Davidson, uh, my good friend. Uh, those are one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League. Catching up with Chapman on the way. <laughs>
2: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman.
1: You're gonna have to change this to Catching Up with Chapman in the clink after you go to jail. (laughs) You
0: you gotta stop saying the clink. You sound so old.
2: (laughs) It's like from the old Dick Tracy cartoon. Hey, we got Chapman, he's going in a clink.
0: (laughs) Okay. That was actually pretty good (laughs) there, That was terrible.
1: No, that was good. It's really good. What's going on, Christopher? Well,
2: I I am very excited. We got the email uh, earlier in in the day, and and Stephen, our caller from Australia, pointed out tomorrow the Golden Knights will wear the Pride jerseys for warm-up. It's something that means a lot to me. I'm very, very proud to be a supporter of the Pride movement, and, uh, you know, it makes me happy that this takes place in the NHL, where all the teams will will have their their warm-up jerseys, and they will auction them off. Uh, it, it's just something that's very important to me. It means a lot to me, so I'm very happy that tomorrow night against Pittsburgh, we get to see those awesome jerseys out on the ice for warm-ups, and hopefully a lot of people go out and bid on them. You know, there is someone who works in the office here who actually has a Chandler Stevenson Pride jersey hanging in their office. So uh, Someone in the building went out, and, and they, uh, they, they bid and, and got his jersey last year. Why can't you
0: say the person's name?
2: Well, I don't know if they want me saying his name. So, I'll, I'll just say that they don't even they, know if
0: they want you telling the story well, either.
2: They, nobody knows who it is, so I do. Oh, I know. Well, I, know. Well, <laughs> I mean, the listeners don't know, so I, I, don't, I mean, don't. I'm not going to just say the person's name. Doesn't it start with a D? I'm not saying anything. I don't know what it starts with, Darren. But they are. You know, they they went out last year and they 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 bid for the jersey. So now that you've derailed <laughs> my segment, I don't know who it is. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say. Has a jersey, I don't know. Their I'm not going to say who it is.
1: <laughs> I. I how about Chandler Stevenson though, and the role oh. that he's on? Like just ripping it up every night. He's got to go to the All Star yep. game. You got. We got to get him there. We
2: got Listen, Vegas, vote. Get him there. Voting hasn't even started. It yet. doesn't matter. Start early.
1: What? Like it, the process isn't even underway. Do you even get, know what the process you, is? You can't, get, you can't on, do it yet. Chapman. Get on Twitter. You tell your it.
2: friends. Tell their friends to tell their friends. Vote for Chandler Stevenson.
1: When like, it's at. I don't when think it's, it works. When
2: that it's way. an option. When, when, when you can vote,
1: do it. I agree that he he should be there. Just simply for the fastest skater at the uh, well, skills no, competition. Well, no, it's
2: not even about that. It's he deserves to be there. He's mm-hmm. earned the right to play in the game.
1: Hey, speaking of apologies, um, it's a bad segue because we weren't speaking of apologies, but Chapman apologized for stealing my Will Carrier stuff uh, earlier. I didn't steal it. It was never my intent. You did. You did steal it, and you apologized. Uh, don't you owe me an apology? Wallace, for what? For the All Star Skills Competition.
2: Oh boy, this guy's really oh, pushing no. it today.
0: Not
1: really on fl- on the
0: really. on the shooting the pucks to the alligators.
2: Hamburgers, frozen patties.
0: You 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 owe me an apology for not doing the gritty when I was there. We're square now. He doesn't owe it's you an apology hard. for that. It's
1: very difficult to be perfect like I am and then get snubbed with people that steal all my stuff or disagree with me. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Beach Games Show.